Dave Wanstead is listed as a former NFL coach from from the from the Chicago by, of the oh boy. Well, well I don't got Dave Rayman Cole because your mic is shot. Tell him throw the flag. I knew it was you all along, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you for different reasons. I'm going hungry. I'm not going on the rocket. That time of year where the ghosts emerge and the ghouls come out and prey upon the young children that are creeping across the blocks. This isn't how we start this. That's right. It is All Hallows' Eve, oh, and we are okay. in preparation of it this week with the trick or treat of the week. At the top? That's right. Someone bumped me to the top. Top billing. A number one on the call sheet. That's right. Should Hankins hit the theme? Oh, Hankins. Uh, hit the theme. I want candy. Fuck that trick. I want candy. Fuck that trick. Once again, we are here practicing ghostal distancing, of course, of course. And as everyone knows, the CDC is, they've made a sad announcement prior to Halloween that we shouldn't participate in trick-or-treating, which has gotten me kind of blue. Or should I say, boo. (laughs) You know, there's a blue Christmas, and there should also be a a boo Halloween song. Someone get on that. Hit us up on Audacity or whatever. Or uh, Spotify. Hit us, up on, hit us up on the program in which we record. I miss Spotify. No I'm so sad commun- I get confused because of the CDC ruining the greatest time of year for me and you and everyone count, around the block. Count, 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 Freezer. I have, I have a question for you. What is your favorite <clears throat> um, monster-themed uh, uh, cereal? You know, you know, because you said Boo, and it made me think of Booberry. You got your frank and cereal oh, um, what's the oh count chocula. i think count, count chocula because he's uh he's he's my uncle oh your uncle's count chocula mm-hmm. your nephew that's, that's, that's right i that's did pretty a pretty woke count freezer i really appreciate i did a 23 and me and he popped up would you believe it that's great that's crazy um the uh <laughs> just go well we're here and you know i'm kind of sad it's uh yeah, you're sad sad week uh you're you know, I'm I'm I try to stay neutral in in my college football leanings, but uh, but I watch the Alabama Ole Miss game, and I have tricks and treats to deliver from the game. Oh, okay. The trick goes to uh, well, wait a second. Someone is is uh knocking at my door, which we know that we don't want to upset the Hellhounds. So Ooh. I have a. Oh, oh, they are. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Um. Well, uh, I'm kind of sad, and it looks like there's a sad little boy walking up, and all he's dressed 
dressed up as is 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 a clown. There's no what kind of clown. That's that's like a plain. Clown? It's plain. It's just you know the uh, the Dollar Tree clown mask. Let me take this oh, off. Just the mask, uh, not nothing just, else. Well, he's got some feet and a you know a, like a tutu sort of costume on. Okay, okay, so pr- pretty pretty low rent. Okay, go ahead. Pretty sorry. low rent. Um, I take the mask off and it's none other than Pete Golding, Alabama defensive coordinator. What? He deserves a trick for his subpar, abominable defensive performance in the Ole Miss game. <laughs> It made me even sadder than after I found out there'd be no trick-or-treating. Oh, woe is me. But the treat of the week goes to the Mm -hmm. other side of the coin, one uh, Sarkeesian, uh, the offensive coordinator at Alabama. He gets the treat of the week. And guess what it is, yellow fellows? Yellow fellows? Why are we yellow fellows? What is it? It's uh, non-alcoholic beverages. You know, oh, yeah, we gotta got to keep him on the wagon. Make it's sure he doesn't get off the wagon, or is it the other way around? Uh, if you fall off the wagon, then you have uh, taken again to drink. Okay. Well, this will keep him on the wagon because it's non-alcoholic, baby. Got to keep him clean and sober so he can call them plays and score them points. Uh, sadly, you know, that's the end of this week. Hopefully I get some better news next week. Maybe some better offense and defense and some some better sort of uh, some recollections for us because I am down and boo. <laughs> you really you really sound down in the dumps, man. It's so down. I don't like it. I don't like him to be that down. I don't down. either. You know, Cal, I hope you come back next week with your penultimate uh, trick or treat of this year, and uh, a little bit in a, a little bit in a higher, higher spirits. Well, I can tell you one somebody what? who is not down. Oh, <laughs> who's this? Thank you, Count, for welcoming me into your classified abode. I rang your ring doorbell and I just moseyed on in, just like the mighty rebels I kept doing to the most beautiful zone <laughs> in the world. I tell you right it's now, into Cosby. we might have lost the battle, but oh, 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 did you see that fat-faced cherub coach of ours giving you the business right there on the sidelines? It was a wonderfulation. Yes, folks, the grove might have been empty, but the scoreboard was full 647 yards. Count Freezer, I think you would agree that number is a, a spoon. Which is also another one of my favorite words. But we will not go into that (laughs) right now. I will say this to you. I am so filled and prideful of the Rebel Nation. And next year, when the Rebels come to Tuscaloosa, you better put some more Lay's potato chips in the back of that scoreboard. Because it's going to need a whole lot of power. And this is my character. Um... uh... Stops the fun guy. Great job. So we're, we're, st- we're starting out with Thai talk or talking Thai, right? <laughs> um, let's. I, I think. I think we still save it for. Let's okay. put a pin okay. in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, I guess. I, I guess the count has left us, and the, and the colonel, the colonel, and the count has, have left us. Yeah, I think they've gone. Okay. Wow. Oh man, uh, Matt and Matt, you guys missed it. The colonel and the count were just here. Wow, they should have their own podcast. I heard you were doing a new character show. No, 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 that didn't happen. 
Oh, oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, welcome everybody to episode, oh god, I don't know, 176? That feels right. <laughs> Throw the flag. Um, <laughs> episode 647, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a fucking nightmare. Um, up, up top, there are two things that are uh, new to me, at least. Number one is uh, what I noticed uh, a lot during the... Um, <clears throat> I don't know what channel it was on. Maybe CBS. Uh, the neighbors are back in November. Freezer. Oh, the uh, Cedric the Entertainer joint. Yes. So you <laughs> you can look forward to to previews it's, probably beginning next week. It would seem to me that he's very high risk for COVID, so that like television show should have been shelved for a while. Like he uh, exhibits a lot of you know predispositions for aggravation if you ever got that disease you know looks seems like he's diabetic and five thousand pounds so come on guys he's not that big five thousand pounds no 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 why would he be diabetic because he's five thousand pounds we all know what he's we all I know, know I know he referenced to. the monkey paw uh, monkey's paw last last he week sure did he sure did. Well, he is 5'6", so, you know. I'm starting to think he might be Colonel Ray. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just starting to think that. Actually, I think Cedric the Entertainer has been in commercials about pre-diabetic foot pain. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, I think you're probably mm-hmm. confusing him with another black guy, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> just feels good to laugh again, guys. I'm not going to oh, laugh Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, well, we'll get to we'll get to Alabama, Ole Miss in a bit. Uh, the the number two uh, the number two thing that was new to me only because I routinely ignore this, but I was, for lack of a better term, force fed it by uh, by Hankins here t- uh, today. The SEC shorts uh, had to had to send uh, uh, three specific defenses back to the Stone Age. Um, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama, LSU, and who was the third one? Florida. 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 Um, SEC shorts, they're not fucking funny. They're not fucking funny. I hate that fucking guy. And his Are they only face. on YouTube or does, do they get on the SEC They network? show them on fucking ESPN. SEC Nation I've never, is where they... they wasn't speak. never heard of them until like a week ago. Until one of you brought it up. You've never heard of the SEC no, they shorts? they pop up every week on SEC Nation. Mm-hmm. That's one of the key bits on that They're like five or show. six years old. Oh. Well, I really don't watch that, that program on Saturday mornings. I, just, I mean, I, I think, Shani, I think I can turn you on them. I I think there's probably no. some hidden gems. No, no, there aren't. They're, 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 they're not even high brow. It's 20 seconds to, to write. They're yes. not fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Sean, I just want to say this. We did a whole lot of episodes about a certain poetry that... You know, a lot of times I would come in in the beginning, I'd say, this is awful. And then next thing you know, Judge Creel was giving it a pretty good grade and everybody felt a lot better about it at the end. I'm just saying, maybe we should take the time and we should watch 
the SEC shorts. Maybe we just do it as a video series. They're like three, four minutes long, not a lot of time investment from us. We just do what the kids call reaction videos to the SEC shorts. That's wait. all I'm saying. Can't wait. Can't wait to send them back to the Stone Age. I fucking I hate them. I think you're going to turn around. I don't think I will because I they're not fucking clever. Around. They're not fucking funny. They're, it is like A Did plus B equals C. It is one plus one equals two. That is, they just have the laziest fucking jokes in the world. Hey, what if... Uh, Did you <laughs> see the one where the monster was under the bed? Yeah, it was fucking lame. It wasn't funny. There's no punchline. It's like what, every, what everybody says about SNL not knowing how to end sketches and they haven't been funny since the, since the 90s and stuff like that. A, I call bullshit on that. This is where all that fucking animosity should be channeled to. It's SEC Shorts. I fucking hate SEC shorts. I hate the short guy. He's not funny. No, no one on the fucking show is funny. Again, lazy fucking writing, poor execution. None of it's fucking funny. The same people who like fucking uh, what's what's his funny main, funny main like SEC shorts. And all and all of them deserve to be put in senses of humor. And all of them deserve to be put in a work camp. Wow, pretty harsh. Spreading, huh? <laughs> so nothing happened in the really? pick tw- in the in the, in the pick twelve. Oof. <laughs> what? In the pack twelve. What the pick twelve. The pick twelve. <laughs> nope. Ladies and gentlemen, that is canon mm-hmm. now. Boy, that is canon. Henceforth and from yep. now on, Just... this podcast says Illinois. We call segue segments, and we now call we say pin rate Michigan rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also now say Big 12. Big 12. For the Big 12. <laughs> um, so nothing happened in the, in the, in the Pac-12 because... Uh, I'm sorry, the, 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 the Pig 12 because uh, <laughs> no one played any games. Um, <clears throat> going over to the... You want to do ACC or, or, or the Big 12 next? <laughs> I think Big 12 is probably much juicier. Let's get into the ACC. Um, I had, okay, yeah, uh, UNC has found their way into the top five after beating Virginia by 11 points. Um, how long does, does, uh, North Carolina, uh, stay in the top five, in the top ten? Um, hold on, let me look at their schedule, so what, they're... And as soon as Notre, as soon as Ohio State plays, are they ranked right now? Yeah, yeah, they're like six they or They're behind them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking at... So yes, as... I'm looking at North Carolina's schedule. There's just no meat on there. They play Notre Dame November 28th. That is the best remaining team on their schedule. And no one else will be ranked. They play Miami the week after, so nothing happens for them until like six weeks from now. So they'll easily be top 10 even if they dropped a game. Um, people seem to like Mac Brown. They've got an offense. I don't know if they have much of a defense. Um, Do they have an offense, Freezer? They put up like 50-something points. For real, guys. For real. They have an <laughs> offense this year. No one's been saying that. Um, well, speaking of Notre Dame, uh, going over to Notre Dame and Florida State. Florida State hung around for about 30 minutes, Freezer. Yeah, they kept it competitive. Uh, Florida State had a lead in the first quarter, but Notre Dame was able to you know, eventually overpower them and, and break their break their will. Was that Notre Dame getting caught off guard, or did Florida State just have a good half for once? Florida State had a decent decent first quarter, which sort of parlayed into an okay first half, and then it fell apart. <clears throat> um, do you think they got the news that Bobby Bowden has COVID, and then they started shitting their pants? Oh, I, I would hope that would be a rallying cry for him, but it didn't really, didn't really move the needle. 
Now, do you have um, do you have any any concerns that Bobby Bowden has any uh, you know of those uh, those? Oh yeah, he is he is <laughs> like nine, ninety something, and I'm sure he's you know has some blood sugar issues. So yeah, him getting him getting COVID is like three red flags to Cedric's like one and a half red flags. Okay. Um, speaking of, if 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 I could, uh, I I got our uh, crack team of fact checkers. Okay. On, uh, on on what was said earlier, <clears throat> award winning award winning comedian and actor Cedric the Entertainer is getting serious as part of a new program, Step on Up, which aims to educate ed- educate people, including the more than twenty nine million Americans living with diabetes about painful diabetic peripheral neuropathy or mm-hmm. diabetic nerve pain. Hmm. All there checks out. There you go. There you go. He should not. I didn't be think it was Steve anything. Harvey. I yeah, know the difference between the kings of comedy. Mm-hmm. Now that, now that, uh, what about the catchphrases of comedy? Now that Bernie Mac, Ronda. <laughs> uh, man, I love for Coat Ronda. Can you believe that we discuss Florida State like they're a plucky mid-major hanging around? Yeah, it's kind of sad. Kind of sad. These are the darkest times of that sort program. Of the tone they do play North Carolina this week. They host them. You know, North Carolina should win like 50 to 10. That ain't going to be no upset. No upset. Could be. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's my Sean Majors lock of the week. Mac Brown is good for losing that game. He loses it every year. Not necessarily Florida State, but the game that he's dead on going to win. Mac Brown always finds a way. <laughs> Just like life in Jurassic Park. Um, Clemson and Miami, uh, boy, oh boy, uh, Miami never had a chance. Yeah, we Woof. the three of us all called it. We all knew it was going to be like 40 to 10, and it ended up being 40 to 10. Um, there were a couple shitty flags, but nothing that would have like changed anything. Uh, Unless there was a, a flag that said Miami loses 18 points. I'm not ready to fucking <laughs> no, hear that shit. Absolutely. Um, I just, uh, man, Miami, Miami looked like Florida State out there. They were just... Uh, beating around, taking the school, and uh, you know even, that score was even with a uh, a blocked um, field goal return for a touchdown at the beginning of, at the end of the first half. And we'll have some more to say about that game a little later. Oh man, during good journalism. You know it, Is there a theme you for good journalism? It. No, you know I like to keep it straight. I don't want fucking Dennis Dodd stealing anything else. That's true. Well, I mean, to, what else has it? What, you know, there's nothing else to take, really. Um, I think that's all I got for the for the ACC. Anything else? Uh, NC State seems to be an up and coming team. I think they're three and one, <laughs> fastest growing program in college football. They, they're surprisingly three and one. So you know, maybe they can make some noise? Question mark. I mean, they, they really made some noise. Yeah, they're, they're making some noise. Um, <clears throat> moving on over to the Big 12. So what are we calling the, oh, yeah. the Pac-12, the Pig-12, and the Big 12 with a, <laughs> still the Big 12, right? The Pac-12 is the Pig-12. Yes. Okay, okay. And the Big 12, Big 12. Gosh, okay. And, and, the, and the Pac-12 is the Pig-12. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, canon. I think he said Pig-12 the first time, if I'm being honest. I, may I think I'm going to check the tape. And see if he didn't say pig twill. <laughs> pig twill. I mean, I, I definitely did just because I stopped myself in the middle of twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, was was there really anything other than your Texas Oklahoma? No, literally. That that game took up the whole slate. Everything else was dog shit. 
And that game took 19 fucking hours. Um, Shawnee, so you were mentioning in our production chat mm-hmm. how much you hated the announcement. the goddamn worst. I'm just going to give They're you the some time worst. to go off on poor Gus Johnson. God forbid him. God forbid anybody should want to sound a little different than everybody else. But Gus Johnson has the audacity to have his own style, to call the games the way he sees it. But God, no. Can't do that. Slap that man. Yeah, down. I'm with I'm with Hankins on this. I like their I like Gus Johnson a lot. I think he brings some energy. Um, I think it's different, and it's definitely better than any other broadcasting duo for college football. So I give him not not just a pass. I give him like a an A plus. I like it. I'm sure Sean hated Stuart Scott too. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't even know. I don't know who Gus Johnson is. I assume he's the guy that said touchdown. Texas. Yes, he's the yes, animated. He's a very yes. famous mm-hmm. announcer, and, and and I'm assuming that he's black since you said I hate uh, Stuart Scott as well. R.I.P. Rest in power. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. No, I don't really hate them that uh, because of that particularly. Um, it's really just that they bring the um, obser- ob- observance, their 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 uh, skills of of observing things, uh, as well as uh, clarity in reporting as like the uh, C team uh, that is behind the understudies for old Jefferson pilot games. Okay. Um, how many times can one announcing team commit the ultimate sin of a player that was definitely down a half to a yard and a half before the, before the first down marker? They're like, well, he got that one. I don't understand why they're not moving the chains. Oh, looks like they were a little short. Well, you know, you might have a bad vantage point in that stadium. It's the, you know, it's a cotton ball. Who knows what the sight lines are? Like? I, I just don't see how. Um, you know, I wrote down a couple other things, and then I realized I was wrong on a, on a big one, so we can just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I had a different announcer experience with that game. Um, I was in my car during, you know, the overtimes, and so I was getting to hear the Oklahoma home broadcast, and boy, am I here to tell you, was I very happy for that fact. Um, there was a play in maybe the second overtime, uh, but at any rate, there was a touchdown called on the field over someone trying to reach into the end zone. And there was a, a review on that, a replay. And, you know, they're going over and over and over and over. Well, the fucking the Oklahoma announcers realize that the thing they think is being the holdup here is there was I, – I don't even remember – who was scoring or who wasn't scoring. I think it was Oklahoma. So the Texas defender had his hand under the buttocks of the Oklahoma running back, Mm -hmm. and they got fixated on that, whether that meant you were down or not if someone's hand was under your butt. Mm -hmm. And that replay went forever, and so those guys were just trying to fill the time. So they just spent a good six minutes talking about a man's hand under another one's butt (laughs) during a football broadcast, and they kept getting different opinions from different people on the hand and the butt. (laughs) The referee comes back to say, oh, we realize that the runner's elbow or his shin was down before the ball crossed the goal line, therefore it is third down. And the announcers go, well... Probably the right call, but I think he focused in on a different part of the body. He was just being nice on that call. He accused the referee of not wanting to say (laughs) that a man's hand was under another's butt after they just spent a good eight minutes doing so. (laughs) There has also... Did anybody see... Go. go. There hasn't been a good... There hasn't been a good... uh... (laughs) 
be trick or treat. There, there, there has there hasn't been a good ref, um, <clears throat> like ref quote where it's like Holden, everybody on the damn offensive line, still first down, <laughs> like, like face mask, all these people out here. So like I was, <laughs> I was really kind of waiting for one of those. <laughs> Did anybody see Sam Ellinger's post game? conference i no, did he had a, a very awkward pause right like a 30 second <laughs> it was pause the fucking and did he pause for the cause it was the anti-tebow like you know tebow after they lost the old miss game that's the famous i promise rest of my life no team will ever blah 15 blah 15 blah. minutes for the famous rest of tebow lives. speech well that's this different speech i know i know it's i know different speech I'm trying to <laughs> but sam ellinger's was hey how do you feel about this season a lot of expectations what happened and ellinger just goes um, and that pause extends for I'm not kidding a good twelve seconds an eternity at least yeah an eternity like if that had been on radio the station would have gone to emergency broadcast mm-hmm. like there would have been something that came up that said we're experiencing technical difficulties um and then he just comes back with. I, I can't answer that right now. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Sam Ellinger, you've been at Texas for 14 years. <laughs> you've gone through this literally every year of your every career. Every single year. You are the most experienced quarterback at handling this specific situation. You're the guy who can handle this the best. It is bad times in Austin. I, that's kind of another thing that I uh, kind of turned me off about the the Fox. Uh, I'm sorry, Augustus Cornelius Johnson Jr. and his, uh, his, co- his co-worker. Um, the uh, the love that they have for, for Sam Ellinger, I mean, they were just J and him O S in the S in that D for the, the six hours that this game took. Why are they so in love with? They him? did, they did. Well, I mean, he's still there, right? That's the thing. Those guys have been doing Big Twelve is is a lot of Texas games. Or excuse me, uh, Big Noon Freezer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is a lot of Texas games. So. They've seen him play for 16 years now. Um, all the fancy Oklahoma quarterbacks are gone after a year, so he's the guy that they've seen. And if you start looking at the volume statistics for Sam Ellinger, they're fucking insane. Like, Tebow is literally the only guy he's behind in a lot of those rushing stats and touchdown stats. So if you watch Big 12 football, he is kind of a legend, although he's a legend on a team that is going to win seven games and disappoint you. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, just the way that they were like – um, every time Ole Miss scored, or Ole Miss, every time Oklahoma scored, which was, you know, after every time. At will. I mean, at will. <laughs> they, they, were just, they were just like, oh, man, Sim Ellinger loves it when that happens. And I'm like, no, no. No. He would, pro- he would probably prefer, like, calling it a day because they just scored first in overtime. And if they didn't do that, he could go home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam Elgar willing this to happen. happen. Willing this. They did. He's hungry. They did fluff that young man up, but he did ball his ass off. Yeah, sure. I got to give him that. The kid fucking played his dick off. God, could you imagine playing that hard for that team that fucks you every, every time. time? Yeah, I can. Literally it's called, every it's time. It's called dating in the 20s. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, did he shoot? Yes, he did. <laughs> no, what? Uh, it just, uh, I, I'm probably just bitter because um, there's been. Uh, bitter? I hardly knew her. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just bitter because I had the under in this game. Um, there, that, that's freezer. It. There that's it, it is. 
<laughs> and like, why would you take the under in this the, game? Was it six hundred? The under was sixty nine. And like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. I was like, there's no way this is gonna be a defensive battle. It's not gonna go to five fucking overtimes. And you know what? If it didn't, I would have gotten it. I would have won. Maybe I don't know what it what it was. It. I mean, you had to be feeling great at thirty one seventeen. I was feeling just great. It was thirty. I think it was thirty one ten at some point. How many? How many ridiculous happened to that conference? How many? How many ridiculous uh, over uh, turnovers did Spencer Spencer Rattler have? One. Who that one interception? The one that got yeah. I was going to say he got he got yanked. <laughs> he got told to sit on the bench till the like fourth quarter. I mean, there was one that just shot straight up in the air. <laughs> like directly like at, at a zero degree angle or it was like a bunt it looked like a shitty bunt <laughs> my god did, so did the other guy I, I had to leave about the time they benched him so I'm hearing it on the radio kind of in and out um, did the other guy just suck or get hurt why did they go back to it which was the right decision they kind of just they, they didn't really have a, have much rhythm or put any more points on the board they kind of flattened out, so they felt like they had to change back to get a spark. So, which is very—I don't know—it going back and forth like that. It's uh, it kind of shows your uh, <clears throat> second guessing your own self. But like, I—I I, I don't know if you punish the guy for unless you're just saying, "All right, Spencer, like you need a couple downs just to take a deep breath." Maybe that was it. Yeah, and you know that might have been when we look back at this. That might have been a pivotal coaching moment. For Lincoln Riley, that's not a decision most people would make. No. Um, you know, you hey, you could you could call it a little knee jerk to bench the kid, and obviously we're playing the results because if they lose that game, yeah. we're not saying any of this. But you bench your hot shot quarterback, but you go back to him. Like is is Lincoln Riley so in tune with his players that he knows that that kid just needs a minute to straighten his head out, get the jitters out of himself, and get back right? Or did he just knee jerk and be like, well, fuck? This other kid's really a dipshit, so I gotta go try to win this <laughs> stupid game now. I don't know, but he gets the credit. He won the fucking game. Yeah, I mean hindsight's twenty twenty, but it certainly looked like uh, the um, the coaching coaching decision to make. And I'd like to, uh, of course, announce officially that I, I, after last week, after we talked it out over Tom Herman, because his wife is so woke on Twitter, I now hate him a little less. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's good. Shows growth. Yeah, you know, like to self-reflect. Um, <clears throat> Big 12 standings now that Oklahoma and Texas are both one and two. Uh, you have the Iowa State Cyclones, Kansas State Wildcats, and the Oklahoma State Cowboys at 3-0, 3-0, and 2-0, respectively. Um, in fourth and fifth. Did we already ask if this whole conference can go 500? <laughs> is that possible? It is. Fraser, you're my math expert. Can that happen? I, I think it's Can't. possible. Yeah, still possible. Can- <laughs> Kansas ain't winning five games. Well, mm. I was going to say, that's the problem. Yeah. Kansas ain't getting to yeah. five. <laughs> Texas Tech definitely is not winning five out of the next seven. Um, the uh, But, yeah, you have uh, West Virginia and Baylor tied at uh, number four uh, in, the, in the conference. So, <laughs> Jesus Yikes! <laughs> but that's the thing, though. If if uh, I mean Iowa State, if they beat Texas, assuming they play them, I mean everybody plays everybody, right? Right. I had to play everybody, yeah. So like, if Iowa State gets past Texas, <laughs> Iowa State could be in the playoffs. Oh God! 
Oh, God. is this the year we're going to have to root for two Big Ten teams? That's <laughs> I'd root for Iowa State. I don't mind Matt Campbell. I wouldn't. I saw that fucking crowd. I can't ever root for them again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they were all wearing black, though. <laughs> Just like that old Antifa would. I bet that crowd has got some real interesting shirts that, that parody Black Lives Matter. Oof. Man, oh man, I bet they do. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, are we going to the SEC? I think so. It matters more. Well, it just means more. It does just mean more. What happened to that lady? Did she get washed away into the ocean? Have we seen her in the past year? R.I.P. Oh. Which lady? No, mean people on tw- mean people on Twitter got her removed. Everybody was mean about her. I thought that lady was lovely. She she looked like she smelled like clean linen. Mm. I thought she was wonderful. <laughs> kind of lady a man might see at a bar and just strike up a conversation with him. Next thing you know, she's telling you all about her problems. Next thing you know, you two have been married for 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> Dating in the 20s, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do we want to start with the, the Bama Ole Miss or, or work on down to it? I think we got to work down. I think we go back to the format. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's start off with uh, one, one of the uh, guest appearances on uh, SEC Shorts. Uh, LSU and Missouri. Ow. Yeah. Boo. Just ow. Boo-hoo LSU. Uh, two losses. They're well, you know, they, they did have to go on the road for this game. So, you know, they have a gripe. It was supposed to be a home game. It got moved because of Hurricane Delta. Then they... Freezer, you are a man who could go either way on that. I could see you going either way. I'm very interested in your take on how that affected them all by you. It shouldn't have mattered at all. Missouri was starting like a a quarterback who never played uh, a game before. Um, I know LSU doesn't have a great defense, but still, come on. LSU got a, had a first and goal with the one with like 20 seconds left. They have to get, they have two timeouts. So they can, you know, the whole playbook is open. Missouri stops them four straight times from the one to win the game. So it wouldn't matter if that game was in Baton Rouge. I still think Missouri wins the game. So now if you can uh, interest you in a statistic off, this is not a stat or a shack. These are two statistics in battle, in competition with each other to find out which one is the most Surprising. Alabama Crimson Tide, vaunted defense for the ages, gives up 640 some odd yards. Or the LSU Bayou Bengals rush for 49. <laughs> it's still Alabama. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the, the winner there. The more obscene stuff. I don't stats. know, boys. I watched Alabama play last year, and I'm not shocked by any of this. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Pete Gold LSU rushing for 49 fucking yards is insane against uh, against Missouri <laughs> um <clears throat> at 9:45 p.m. <clears throat> on October 10th 2020 <clears throat> uh the Missouri football team Twitter account posted a graphic of a smashed cigar uh I guess in reference to Joe Burrow smoking a cigar when he, and then it had four check marks or four X's, which I guess uh, is that the goal line stand. Yeah. Okay. I see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they yeah. crossed out 
Gu G E A U X and then said Go Tigers. Because Missouri is also the Tiger. Okay, so triple slam, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then I'm not I'm not ready to call any of those an actual slam. The goal line stand, I'll give them. Everything else is dog shit. Yeah, because it's not like Joe Burrow beat them, like. In the chin- I don't know. I don't know if they played Joe Burrow or any yeah. of that. But Joe Burrow, however, would have kicked if Joe Burrow was on this team. We would not be talking about this. Game. <laughs> um, however, the graphic was accompanied by the side eye, like size, <clears throat> the side <laughs> eye, uh, one eyebrow cocked or both eyebrows cocked with like the sly smile. Like you're texting your girl and you're like WYD, and she's like <laughs> just about to jump in the shower, and then like. You text her that emoji, like it's dating in the twenties. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's electronic age. Um, so it's just, uh, it's just weird. It's just weird. Someone, uh, you know, if 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 this is Missouri won, but at what cost? A bad tweet. Not the world I want to live in. Well, I think. Well, I'm going to tell you. Go well, I was going to just propose a question. Um, is Ed Orgeron? the next Gene Chizik. Is he in waiting? He wins that national championship, you know, Heisman Trophy, miracle season, and then the bottom falls out. Are we looking at Gene Chizik 2.0? Yes. Okay. I think so, too. No. Well, how far? Like, are we saying in in a, in a similar time frame or just... I think in a similar... Within, within two years, will he be gone? Like, will they have no. enough of his shtick? No, no, no. No. Not within two years. Because I don't know. Um, this year, I just don't see enough wins on the schedule to... I mean, they'll be lucky to get to five, and next year... Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. I just have to believe that, A, he's a hometown boy. B, he won a national championship, had the greatest season in the history of the game at LSU. And the other thing that I think will save him is... I look, every college football fan base is crazy. The three people on this podcast are no different. They are currently undefeated and are ready to jump off a bridge. So we're all fucking nuts so crazy. However, I think that the 94% of the offense is gone will be a thing that will carry him for a couple years at least. Okay. Okay. Even though their uh, Belenikoff wide receiver is probably going to leave next year, this year. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, and I, and I don't think that they will suck forever. I think yeah. he will figure it out. Um, they lost a lot of shit. I mean, they, they lost coaches, offense. They lost everything. So I think that that will buy him a little more time than Chiswick. Um, maybe one more year than Chiswick. So three years in three years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, seems fair. And now that Or I would Orgeron's lost a little bit of uh of his baby fat. He's starting to look like. Uh, uh, oh no, that's <laughs> Gene Chizik. Uh, shit, you know what? I'm sorry. He looks like Gus Malzahn. He looks like a fat Gus Malzahn. <laughs> proceed, proceed. Why am I so bad at this? Um, as awful as that tweet was, I would like to read you a direct quote from. You got a DQ. Uh, what's his name? Drunkowitz. Drunkowitz. Is that the Missouri coach? Eli, Eli Drinkwitz. Drunkowitz. <laughs> Big Post game. <laughs> in his post game on the field, you know, this is the biggest win of his career. Everybody's going crazy. They ask him what he thinks, and he says, and I quote, uh, Togetherness Tuesday, uh, f- fit, faster, stronger, tougher than you in the fourth quarter. He just rattled off a bunch of cliches that he's got 
stuck on a post-it note somewhere in his fucking uh, you office. You know, play 60 Minutes. That was his big inspiration. Uh, gotta, gotta win it between <laughs> the trenches. Uh, game of inches. Uh, <laughs> the most coachy coach that ever coached, Eli Drunkowitz. I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, it's all about diversity. It is. It is all about diversity. <laughs> uh, moving on, I guess we got to go to Florida, Texas A&M. Did this save Jimbo's uh, career? He definitely needed a big win. Um, this is a, you know, they beat number four Florida. He's got to back it up. He can't gag this away. Um, it's off. They can have a really good season because uh, there's not a whole lot of meat left on the schedule. The highest ranked team currently is Auburn, and I think Auburn's you know due for a bit of a downturn. So I I think they just have to build on this. They need to finish the season eight and two. Um, would be like a Ooh. floor for them. They could finish nine and one, um, but he can't gag this away and go like seven and three, six and four, um, because I think that is a tight margin yeah but i think you're right i mean you're fair but based on his salary i think you're 100 percent fair but it was definitely a big win uh uh they played well um florida's defense on the other hand if they're not as bad as alabama's or ole misses but they were up there uh texas a&m was just able to keep possession of the ball and getting third downs um it the atmosphere in the stadium made florida's coach go bonkers and want 90,000 fans in the swamp this weekend. Uh, so it definitely hurt. I think uh, the loss hurt uh, Florida more than it would have Texas A&M because I think yeah, for sure. uh, uh, my head coach in waiting has gone bonkers because not only did he want 90,000 fans in the swamp next weekend, they're probably going to cancel the game against LSU because they have 19 players with COVID now. Which sort Florida of hit, does? yes, sort of hit wow. within the past hour or so. Um, so it's getting going and from bad to I worse. I would point out, Florida gave up 613 yards to Ole Miss as well. So Florida's least, defense is dog shit. That's two times that defense has looked like shit. Yeah. It's a great donut chart on this thing. Ooh. That is a great looking donut chart here. Ooh, give me good. that nut, baby. That's good. Jesus Christ. Yeah, give me that nut. You know what? You you brought up something there, Freezer, and I think it might be time for a hard pivot. And we got to do something called good journalism. You hear that, Dodd? We just stopped right in the middle of what the fuck we were doing. There's no fucking theme. Do your fucking job. There's no deed. Because no you theme, Dennis won't Dodd. do it. Fuck you. You won't do your job, Dennis do Dodd. Your so job, we're going to have to. How? How, guys, does Dabo keep doing this shit? How does he keep it going at fucking Clemson? The more I look at this, the more terrified I am that he's never going to be stopped. Me too. How does he keep doing this shit? I don't know. I don't know because their defense looked amazing. Travis Etienne mm-hmm. uh, had like the, a great mm-hmm. run where it looked like he, you know, he he just barreled down the sideline. No one could stop him. I don't know how he does it. I think he had like something like 17 carries yeah. in that game. So he's not even working him. Those guys are going to be fresh. Uh, fucking. Sunshine's not going to see a fourth quarter this year. Yeah. I think I, I think more than Nick Saban, and more than excuse me, more than most coaches, Dabo knows. I think how to. It's not really like the the um, 
philosophy of saving plays, but it's 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 just, it's clock management and just ha- like knowing when your defense is gassed and when you have to run the ball a little bit more, even if that means you're only going to get three yards on this play, that means another minute that your defense doesn't have to stand there with their hands on their hips. Um, and how does he keep everybody? Like his staff. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know that over. because the guy's a fucking ass. Brett Venerable should have been gone. Five years ago, yeah, he should be on. He's he, still there. He should be back. He should be Brent Venables in in any regular assistant coaching trajectory. He should have been like the, the the head coach of uh, West Virginia, and by now he would be like the de- defensive coordinator at Miami or something like that again. Or, or in the fucking NFL, right? Exactly. Uh, Travis Etienne, how is he still there? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever that woman is cooking, those donuts or muffins or whatever the fuck we did that story on that time. <laughs> Whatever she's cooking, she must or pie, really, baby. Uh, I think they serving were biscuits that pie. because you guys, you guys talked about like butter and biscuits and stuff. It was serving that pie, <laughs> a nice slice of pie. Dating in the twenties. Where is this podcast line <clears throat> on replay now? Because I'm starting to get a little tired. Yeah, they told us this year like it was supposed to be sped up. Like they only have two minutes to look at it. But man. Oh, they be yeah. looking at everything, and they be taking the full two minutes. Am I right? <laughs> I feel like they're looking at more things. Maybe they're taking slightly less time each time, but I feel like the volume is way up because I'm a fan of it. But, man, it feels like they're really just – and the minutia is driving me fucking crazy. Not a fan. What the fuck? What the fuck, Dan Mullen? How in the fuck do you think a full stadium is a good idea? That's a two for one, Dennis Dodd. Boom in your face. Is he? Uh, is Dan Mullen a Florida native? Because that's if the answer is yes, then that's the answer. I think he he went to college <laughs> in like Maine or Massachusetts. I'm not Drexel sure. Hill. Yeah, I don't think he's even Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, Clyde Drexler, mm-hmm. Grant Hill, Pennsylvania. I think he 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 legitimately got rattled because Texas A&M was supposed to only have like twenty five percent capacity, but in that lower bowl, they were definitely packing in more people than they should have. So he does have beef with that. But the counter response to it isn't okay. They had thirty percent capacity. We need to have a hundred percent. Like he went from you do it every year, Dan. Every year that we've ever played, there's been more people than that in true, the stadium. True, what are we doing? True. He got lucky I mean, only having to play A and M with thirty percent capacity. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt that like he he's able to. Like it doesn't hurt that his governor is a piece of shit that allows full capacity at stadiums now. That's not. It's not. He's not wrong in that he's taking an advantage that he uniquely has for sure but my god i just don't if i don't like if he had came out at the beginning of when the he year came out and just out said, of the closet if, <laughs> dating in the 20s and just said i want all the gator nation here emphasis on that's gay. dumb <laughs> jesus god. gator nation you know that's dumb and that's that's uh dangerous and all all the same Chum, things Chum. don't apply <laughs> Gator bait, more like master Stop it, bait. stop it, stop. <laughs> Tim Tebow, more like Tim Tebow. Like Me, right, guys? More like Mr. fucking 10 inches, am I right? That guy's dead. Two bits. Yeah, no, no, I got it, I got it. I got it. Oh, 
<laughs> but if he had said this in the beginning, like, oh, I just want all the Gators to be there, at least we don't have this reaction of like, oh, they were too wild at College Station. True. Ooh, they saw the horns and the dogs were barking. Ooh. <laughs> that fucking ROTC bullshit's not what got you beat. What got you beat is having butt-naked-ass receivers. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Dan. A rare, a rare baby uh, accent from somebody that's not Creole. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I felt I felt wrong when I started it. That's his <laughs> no, no, you did it very well. No, it was did good. I ever did I ever tell you the time when Creel and I when Creel Creel and I uh, was it two years or just the one year? Two years, two years. O two and o three. Creel, we had like you know the the one the one bedroom and then the living room like suite in um, oh Rose God. Towers. Thank you. The, the now the now uh, destroyed Rose Towers. Um, COVID infested Rose <laughs> And um, so we would be sleeping in the same uh, in the same room and Creel would always turn the the our window unit all the way up, like as cold as it could go. Mm-hmm. Now now typically not a bad you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If 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 air conditioning was free, which it was here, I believe. Um, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like I, I would have my thermostat on sixty and just get a weighted blanket because that's the way that's the way to do it. But the air conditioning like vent was broken or like soldered in place that it would only blow on me. So like he was fine, Creel was fine. But whenever he would get up in the morning and like go to take a shower because he would always get up first and take a shower first, um, I would like jump out of bed and turn the air off. And every time he would catch me doing that, because he forgot like his <laughs> toothbrush or uh, washcloth or whatever, and he was like, "Oh, is the baby cold?" <laughs> so every every time I hear Freezer doing the baby accent, I have like a twitch. He's like a cerebral assassin. He like conditioned me to like because it got to the point where like I, w- I would be so cold in the middle of the night in like during the winter that I would be too scared to get out of bed and turn it off. Yeah, it's called negative reinforcement. Hankins, you know I like a cold room. We've been in places where the first thing Freezer. I do is go to that that air conditioner monitor, jack oh, yeah. that puppy down. You're 100% right. He was a baby, and I'm glad you treated him <laughs> accordingly. Oh, my God. Are we, are we still in good journalism? One more, Dennis Dodd, and this is a musical interlude for your bitch ass. Where has all the defense gone? Seriously, seriously, guys, this shit is embarrassing. This shit is embarrassing. Not good. Throughout this conference, not good. Throughout this, throughout football, I don't know. I thought about this all weekend. Are we just seeing? Um, is it just that in the SEC in particular, has the level of quarterback risen so much higher than what we were used to seeing as we grew up? And, you know, when you throw in COVID on top of it, um, and then you throw in qual- better quality receivers around the league, yeah. and you throw in all these wackadoodle coaches that are calling crazy plays and all this shit, is that what it is? Or is it just goddamn laziness which one is i mean it doesn't it doesn't hurt that i think it's a mix between covid and it certainly doesn't hurt that now you have lane kiffin and mike leach in the same division um and then of course you have all the coaches that we've had anyway and then you have uh other coaches who will always adapt like saban 
um, you know, five, six, well, not five, six, maybe seven, eight years ago when we first started getting like all those crops of dual wide receivers year after year after year. Um, I don't know if it's something that's going to last, but it's definitely going to be here for at least three or four more years. I mean, depending on how much COVID has to do with that and depending on how long your coaches like Lane Kiffin and uh, Mike Leach stick around, yeah. they are successful, <laughs> how much other coaches <clears throat> try to copy them if they experience that success against teams like Alabama, against teams like LSU or Florida. Yeah, just to piggyback, it's, it's all that stuff. And then the rules have changed to benefit offenses more than defense. So it's just kind of uh, more yep. advantageous for offenses on the field to get the calls and whatnot. So it's all that. It's just here to stay. And is it a mistake, a short-sighted mistake, for teams like LSU and Alabama in particular to go to these high-powered, super-fast offenses – and even though they recruit good defensive players, they might have good schemes, those motherfuckers are just gassed all the time because, oh, shit, we just got hit for a big play. We're tired. Oh, great, our def- our offense just scored in three plays, so here we are back again. Those guys are just getting killed. Is it just short-sighted to keep trying to keep up with this fucking arms race, or do you just have to do that now? I think you got to whip it out. <laughs> you just got to do it now. got to go yeah. with your bread and butter, man. If it's working, don't stop. Which brings me back to one other question from the beginning. How the fuck does it not hurt Dabo? I don't know. I don't know. Level well, of competition. It, it, yeah, it doesn't hurt Dabo because he's in the ACC. I mean, you know, <clears throat> we've seen we've seen Clemson dominate in playoffs one year and then get their ass handed to him in the, in the semis. So, like, they're not Oklahoma, and they're not exactly – you know, dominating every single year in the playoffs. So, is the ACC the worst conference? Yes. Yeah, they currently have. I think. I think I'm inclined to three agree. teams ranked in the top six, but two of them are paper rankings: Notre Dame and North Carolina. You know, everyone knows it's Clemson and, and no one else. So, just is what it is. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't be scared to play anybody. We would invite any team outside of the ACC <clears throat> immediately, yeah. except for Clemson. Yeah, like any of them. I'd rather play them than anyone on our schedule, maybe other than Vandy. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably true. All right, ask and answer. Please continue on with the SEC wrap-up. <laughs> um, let's let's uh, go over to Georgia and Tennessee. <clears throat> um, Tennessee hung around for a little bit. Georgia turned the, turned the Jets on. Um, Pruitt's mask, Jeremy Pruitt's mask uh, covered all of his head except for yeah, the, the places, so fucking ex- except the places that it. Speaking needed of donuts, like he's wearing a donut. Like that middle for the is just that COVID goes into and comes out of. Yeah, <laughs> my man rolled into town in a babushka. <laughs> it was ridiculous. He he was waiting for a breadline in Warsaw in in the fucking in the fucking 1930s. Why was he wearing a... What the fuck? How did that happen? Like, he couldn't have came out like that, right? That had to just happen gradually over the game. Maybe he's pulling his headset on. No, I don't know. But I looked down and saw that son of a bitch wearing that babushka on the sideline and said, y'all got to find him right now for his own health and safety because I don't care about COVID. He looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Lane Kiffins was equally bad, but at least it covered the, it was in the right place. But Jimmy Pruitt looked like a goddamn dummy standing over there wearing that. 
Um, also, in non-football news to come out during this game, apparently there's a group chat among Jeremy Pruitt, Kirby Smart, uh, Lane Kiffin, and a bunch of other uh, former Saban assistants. Is it called Daddy Chat? And I think it might go a little something like this. What? Oh, is that the what, next why? SEC short? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, what? Like, how is that? Would be a thing that SEC shorts could do. It's not, not bad. just like without it's question. Not bad. But you know what? But you know what? That would actually take effort instead of just putting a shirt on that says Alabama to rep. Hey, I'm the entire Alabama <laughs> team. No. God damn! I fucking hate them. Um. <laughs> you know, for a while it was twenty three twenty one. Tennessee only trailing by two, and Tennessee was trying their hardest to make uh, Hankins look like a genius uh, after stuff he said yeah, last week. Then Garantano was Garantano, and ended that ended really quick in the second half. Yeah, Garantano, not guaranteed. Oh, that's a yeah, good that one. is pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, moving on to the most controversial game of the week. Of course it fucking was. Old Arky versus old Auburn. Um, somebody, there's a, uh, <clears throat> a very, a very entertaining, uh, uh, woman on Twitter. And, uh, I think it's Drop the Lace. Cause oh, her my. Name's Lacey. Oh, oh, my. Uh-oh. And uh, does she have an OnlyFans? Sounds like she, she has an OnlyFans. Can I get an age check? Ooh. She's in college. She's in college. Um, she uh, she uh, tweeted early. Is she in college? Early? <laughs> I, I believe she she can she can buy alcohol. Early um, admission. Am I right? Hank? But so <laughs> nocturnal emission. Did you say early <laughs> admission or emission? <laughs> Both. <laughs> my god uh just a just a twitter plug it's a d d d r o p underscore triple d mm-hmm. it's it's triple it's, d it's, it's drop the lace with underscores so it's d d d r o p underscore the underscore lace uh voted oak mountain high school's best twitter feed in 2013 so she graduated 13 so yeah she's like 25 uh, um brother half plus seven is the answer you're looking for Half plus if somebody's half. clever on Twitter, I'm gonna follow him, bro. She okay. So what did she right, tweet? All right, uh, she she, tweet, all she right, tweeted fucking Neil from uh, Chappelle Show. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. All the kids you like on Twitter should have OnlyFans. I didn't bring up OnlyFans. That was Creel. Mm, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> slippery slope. It was in five. two minutes slippery ago. Slope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, she tweeted, uh, don't Auburn fans ever. Oh, put it in me. <laughs> Text me to put it in me. 662. Text 662 to put it in me. Doesn't even You just text. You just text. <laughs> she tweeted, doesn't Auburn ever get, Auburn fans ever get tired of winning like this? And I don't think they do. But God damn it! God no, they love it. They love it. They fucking love it, and they should. This is their. This is look. If I can do a little wrestling for a minute, this is their gimmick. This is the spot they hit. This is what the people are there for. And what a great spot to have to know that even though in the worst of circumstances, the dark wizards are always with you. 
They're always there. That's true. No matter how stupid your quarterback looks, no matter how dumb your quarterback is, the dark wizards will always be there for you. So uh, Auburn and Arkansas battled back and forth uh, for a while. It looked like Auburn had the game well in hand. Arky came back. Um, <clears throat> it was 28-27 to 27 with uh, Auburn driving, no timeouts. So uh, <laughs> the now can we all agree that Bo Wallace, uh, uh, Bo Wallace, Bo Nix is over. Um, Bo Nix uh, fumbled a snap to spike the ball, ended up spiking the ball backwards, which is technically a fumble. <laughs> Not technically, oh, it Shani. Is. Literally. Yeah, actually. It's, it, it is actually technically literally a fumble. Um, and the ball, the, the play was ruled dead. And upon reviewing it, which took a lot more than two minutes. Oh, it did, yes. Uh, they decided that because no one actually had control of the ball when the, when the play was played dead, and I guess like laying on top of the ball as an Arkansas player doesn't mean that you <laughs> have, well, well, an Auburn fan was pointing at him, while a ref had his hand on the Arkansas player to basically mark the ball after one might, I don't know, recover an actual technical and literal <laughs> fumble. It was just deemed to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, mulligan. Ah, I tell you what, we'll split the difference. It's grounding. It's, it's grounding, guys. So they, it's so they called intentional grounding, so lost down. Uh, the clock's going to stop. They're going to lose it down like they were going to, and we'll penalize them five yards from the spot. It's fine. The field goal's going to be harder. It's going to be harder. So even though Anders, Anders Carlson uh, missed a previous uh, kick from like 34 yards, uh, he was automatic on this one as, it, as he usually is. Then the SEC released a statement the day after saying, yeah, our bad. Arkansas should have had the ball. Pretty My question much. is, I, I know you can't just say all Arkansas wins the game. But, like, can't you just say Arkansas wins the game? Yeah, there was a lot of double talk in that announcement. They pretty much said they screwed up, but they were like, well, we screwed up, but they blew the whistle. There wasn't an immediate recovery of the fumble. So, you know. It doesn't matter if a fumble goes until somebody recovers it. Just because somebody fumbles a ball and it's not recovered in five seconds, that doesn't mean it's a dead fucking ball. It was a lot of double talk. I'll grant you that. I just want to say, I don't, I, don't, I just want to say I'm glad it happened because I like to be proven right because I said who's going to function better in chaos than the fucking Auburn Tigers. Right. And if the chaos isn't, if the chaos isn't inflicted upon them, guess what the giving Auburn Tigers would do? They will inflict it upon themselves just to rub our fat noses in it. And man, do they succeed in rubbing our fat noses in it literally every year. They're the heels we deserve. They are the team we deserve. I don't get it because, I mean, surely, you know, a, a team that's been as successful as Alabama, I don't understand why everybody doesn't hate us because we have turned into the New York Yankees. They do. They do. Well, you you, they you still see, like, kids wearing Alabama gear in, like, you know, Oklahoma and California and shit like that. You see kids coming here, you know. So, I, I don't know. But, like... I think Clemson is obviously a lot more hateable just because Dabo runs his fucking hayseed mouth a lot more often than Saban does. <laughs> but, like... But they beat Alabama. And, like, I don't know. Like, the, the Clemson's where the Red Sox were the year they finally beat the Yankees. So, the, the shine's coming off that, too. You're right. But, 
Yeah. Um, the conference hates Auburn, though, which is so strange. Do you think so? It is so crazy that – oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I can say certainly here in Georgia they fucking hate them. I mean, they're a rival, too. I'm not – Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. that's a rivalry. But Florida hates them. LSU obviously hates them because they're fucking wacky-ass games. No, everybody hates them because they don't save this for just Alabama and Georgia. No. They'll give it to Arkansas from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I just... They don't give a shit. Every time I see a fucking tipped ball, like, it is just going to be magnetically affixed to an Auburn player's fucking hands. There was... Yeah. 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 And, and... Oh, this year. The added magic of the Auburn Tigers this year is number 89, J.J. Peary or Puri or whatever his name yeah. is. That big giant bastard they line up at Wildcat quarterback, yeah. and he does spins move, spin moves, and hurdles people. This is the team, guys. This is the fucking team. This is the most Auburn team that ever was. So look the fuck mm. out. Oh yeah, they're gonna beat us this year. There's, 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 there's no, there's no. They're gonna beat everybody. They're going to beat everybody. <sighs> um, isn't there a like a? Is it Auburn that has the player? Oh no, that's uh, that's Kentucky that has Cavassier smoke. There's a I think that is Kentucky. There's a yeah. There's a Kentucky football player named Cavassier Smoke. Yeah, but I think Auburn has a player called like Smoke Johnson or something like that. (laughs) There was a Snoop for Ole Miss who was really doing us bad too. Goddamn. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into (sighs) talking tide. I don't have any stator shats. I'm too fucking annoyed at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The sh- the, the shat is 647. Yeah, yards. and it's both. That's the stat. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely both. Yes, one thousand percent. Um, I was so angry. Uh, I typed Nistoitz T Rabisha Etan VVS Akavan <laughs> since 1936. It was just frustrating, and the only thing that I can like sort of draw a similarity to is Sean you used to play Tecmo Super Bowl, right? Hell yeah, man! And you know, like it, the way it works is you have eight plays to choose from when you're on offense or defense, and when you're on defense, if you choose a run and your opponent picks a pass, your opponent's yeah. going to get like a first down. It was like that the entire game for the Alabama defense. We were picking runs, and the offense, Ole Miss would pick a pass, so everyone's open. We would pick a pass play. Ole we Miss would pick a run play. We had to rely on two bad snaps just, just to get the fucking ball back. It just couldn't, yeah. The only things that benefited Alabama were Ole Miss mistakes, of which there were only two out of, like, 86 plays. So if that's what you're banking on, you were likely going to lose no a lot of games. For the Ole Miss Rebels. Just those two bad snaps, no that's what stopped them. It was, it was sad, a like, sad, sad state of affairs. Nobody on defense knew, seemed to know what was going on. Missing tackles, missing assignments, getting gas, getting frustrated. Oh, Dylan Moses looked lost as hell out there. Oh, yeah. He looked like a guy that didn't play last year or shouldn't have played last year or this mm-hmm. year. Look, look, I want to be clear. I would love to just sit here and say a win's a win. Ole Miss is a great offense. I would love to say all those things because some of those things are true. However, if I am forecasting the rest of this year, how can I feel good about anything when they just went up and down the field at will? The passing, okay, it's hard to cover the Ole Miss passing attack because Lane is a great – they've got talent all over the place. Lane's a great play caller. 
all those things. But the goddamn rushes right up the middle for nine yards at a clip. Killed us. That's the thing that's going to get you killed against a good team that can play defense. Because if Georgia can get that shit going It's over. Guess what? they can. We ain't going to get 700 yards against Georgia. And you're not going to have the opportunity to score 63 points against Georgia because they'll just cut the game in. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to take If the home score from. would have been final score like 35 to 20, we would be much, much happier, even if it was still close in the fourth quarter because, hey, getting defensive stops would have would have at least helped our mojo a little bit. But goodness gracious, I mean, Texas A&M, they scored uh, 24 points against us, but they were still moving the ball. Uh, they were. Missouri did it in the second half against Alabama, and now Ole Miss did it for both halves. It's it's not looking they not looking did. good. I would love to take some solace in Najee Harris having a great game. I'd love to say, oh man, at least they got the running game going. But that Ole Miss defense is terrible, and somehow that Ole Miss defense, as bad as they were, were the second worst defense on the field. Yeah. At least it looked like Ole Miss was just getting at points out talent. And I t- just out now, out, out talent. And I tell you, Waddle's open. The- go, I, you go. I, I tell you, if Najee, if Najee Harris didn't have his first fumble in 467 carries, there would have been a goal line stand. <laughs> like we were not getting it, and in. they still. It's like dating no, in the twenties. No, no. no, we were not getting it. Hey, oh, um, but hey, on the bright side, on the bright side, guys, nine touchdowns. Yeah. Steve Sarkeesian, man, he was a real true to the week. Nine extra points. That's true. Nine good extra points and some good kickoffs, too. <laughs> some good kickoffs. My God, that's where we are. That's I don't like it. And moreover, stylistically, I just fucking hate it. I Hate I just game. needed a stop. This is not what I'm a legit for. stop in the second half where they didn't get points and it never happened. Just didn't happen. No. And and the other thing, I don't want to take up for Golden because again, 647 yards, 48 points. However, there were multiple times, especially on third down, where the blitzes got home and they just didn't tackle the fucking yeah. quarter. Yeah. I don't I, I don't understand it. I mean and it's not like Johnny Manziel or Deshaun Watson no, was back. No, there. more often than not, more often than not, we just couldn't finish a tackle. And I mean that correct. That would have happened on, and I mean that would have shut down a couple drives. Which, if our offense would have continued to to perform like they did, I don't think it was a sense of urgency that fueled them to score to score to score on nine out of eleven drives. But like, fuck, man, like wrap up a fucking quarterback. You're a lot bigger than they are. I, I, I don't and and also I want to say this about Najee Harris in that game when you break the big run on third down mm-hmm. at the end of the fourth quarter take a knee bud get a get knee us out down my stadium. friend because your defense yeah. can't help you they cannot help you and who knows if Lane doesn't try the onside kick when he did and maybe he should have I'm not even questioning that as a decision yeah. however if he doesn't try that who fucking knows? It was a Who knows? um and uh, by the way, that was a uh, an onside kick that uh Creel a thousand percent called. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back in the chat that we uh where you were autoerotically yeah, asphyxiating yourself. It was just um, one of the I just like I said in the chat, I was like, This is Ole Miss is not gonna stop the Alabama offense. They have to steal a possession. 
and this is the opportunity, and they damn near almost did. Like Almost did uh, it. And I don't know what the problem is with the defense. I, I don't know if it's just Saban's system that hasn't been updated, if Golding just isn't the guy. But, I mean, we're paying, we're paying he's a lot of people. Guy. I know people want Charlie Strong to take over, but he won that great at USF or Texas. Mm-hmm. And I know people will say, well, Florida in 09 and 08, he had something. But that was like 12 years ago. He didn't adapt either. We have uh, Mike Stoops up there who got fired from Oklahoma. Uh, there's just a lot of problems with it. Um, and there's nothing we can do this late though, in the season other than just simplifying stuff. No. I'm starting to understand why Scott Cochran kept hurting those guys. <laughs> I think now those weren't football injuries. I think he was just assaulting them because, my God, finish a tackle. Yeah. What are we doing? It'd be um, nice. I, I, I think I think I tweeted uh, more than 25, 30 times fire Pete Golden that night. Um, and, and then uh, Saban's, Saban's daughter uh, tweeted, um, uh, I block more Alabama fans on here than I do the rest of SEC fans combined. Just evaluate that for a second. Which, completely agree. We're the, we're the worst. Um, and I really, really want... We're equally the worst with literally everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're just as bad as everybody, but everybody's bad. Everybody's bad. But uh, I really wanted to just respond, yeah, we're the worst. Not as bad as Pete Golden, though. It's true. Just not... As, and, and I would... I'd love to splash around in that, but what worries me is I don't think he's the problem. He's part of the problem. I think he's, that everyone has an equal hand in it. I think it's Saban. I think it's him. Yeah. I think it's the assistants. I think it's and, it's everybody. The and ninety percent Pete Golden. I agree. Yeah. I don't ever want to blame Saint Nick for anything. What that man has done for my football life is saintly. Like he's done more for me in sports than any other coach ever. However, Nick Saban is a defensive back. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban is a defensive guy. This can't happen on his well, watch. Well, so that's that's why I always didn't have such I, – I always thought that Kirby Smart was th- – that's why he always stayed because he was too afraid to make that next step because he probably believed what I believe, that Nick Saban was running those fucking offenses for eight years, ten years, however long Kirby was there. So you're not completely wrong there. Um, it's it's not a good thing for this to happen on on Nick's watch. Yeah, especially the past, the past two years. Once Pruitt has from Kirby Smart to Jeremy Pruitt, the transition was pretty seamless. The defense was still up to snuff in sixteen and seventeen, but eighteen and nineteen and twenty after Pruitt has left, it's been a, a drop off. It's just hasn't been yeah. can't get off the field. Uh, being one of the main main problems, and maybe it's like we said earlier, maybe yeah. it's these offenses are just. You know, too advanced. The rules benefit These the offenses kids better. With their offenses today, but still, I mean, there are some good defenses out there. Clemson can stop people. Georgia stops people. There are teams we that got can some still pretty good offenses that can stop people, don't we? Yeah, there are, there are teams that can do it, but Alabama is not one of those teams anymore. It's just Clemson. it's gone, guys. No, it's gone, and there's there's no quick fix. It's not going to happen this football no. season. Like. Dylan Moses and the healthy linebacking core was supposed yeah. to be the same. Uh-huh. That was what the excuse was last year, was we lost everybody preseason. My God, we're still waiting on Christian Miller to get healthy. But um, now now all those guys, those young guys that played last year, are supposed to have experience, there. but where yes. where is the, the outcome? And 
they're there and they look confused. As Saban said, it felt like we were a play behind. There was whole controversy about uh, sign sign stealing and all that shit. None of that. None of that. I don't. What matters? I don't know that Dylan Moses had our fucking sign. Yeah, we didn't. I, yes. <laughs> like, like, like when, when he when he Correct. said when he said Lane Kiffin stole the signs, he means he took them from him. Yeah, they, it they was it was a plus one minus mm-hmm. one kind of situation. Mm-hmm. We did not have the signs. Period. They Fuck me. There. It's tough, guys. It is tough. And like, look. We play for the national championship. That's where we. That is where we're fortunate enough to be right now. Is that's the thing we can look at, and we know you don't win a national championship with this kind of defense. Period. Point blank. I I could have put it all on the Tua offense and how fast strike it was and all that, and some of that's still true. But man, what that's what bothers me the most. I would love to be sitting here reveling in my sweet, sweet Mac attack. I yeah. would love to be talking about how much I love Mac yeah. Jones because you can go back and you fucking listen. Mm-hmm. I've been Mac Jones supporter since day five. Mm-hmm. You've been fluffing mm-hmm. him like he's Sam Ellinger in front of Gus Johnson. Sam Ellinger. Um, but I can't even think of like that, that dude was like at one point 17 of 19 or some shit. Like he's just, again, against the Ole Miss defense. But. I can't think of anything other than, my God, you're Alabama. You've given up 48 points again. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty sweet when uh, he, Fucking, he threw uh, his... What's, his old, what's that old shit from Georgia's name? Uh, the old Georgia coach. Mark Rick? Just escaped me. Ray Goff. No, no, old. Dooley? The oldest Georgia coach. Vince Dooley. Dooley. Vince Dooley is out here talking shit, and I can't do nothing but take it. Because our defense is so bad. Yeah, yeah. Better than Derek Dooley. He can talk shit too if he wants so to. So, what do you guys think? Say what you want about Derek Dooley. Yeah. His defense didn't give up six hundred and forty-seven <laughs> fucking yards. Yeah, it's really crazy when you go from like uh, what was the final score the the other time that Saban and Kiffin played head to head. I think it was like twelve nine, to nine, ten. Twelve to ten. Yeah. <laughs> twenty-two points. Twenty-two <laughs> points in the first fucking game, and then a hundred and eleven in the second one. Yeah, saving uh, Kiffin was definitely saving those plays. Hankins, he used all eighty-six of them. Like they were, they worked. He did save. Some he he plays. saved eighty-six no of doubt them. About it. He Goodness did gracious! Save, and they were all running plays. That's what's embarrassing. <laughs> they were all rushes. Oh, but that's the thing. Can we incorporate more jet sweeps? I just do the jet sweep. Jet sweep, baby. Yeah, to we'll Waddle or Devontae <laughs> Smith, they work. We'll call we'll call it a jet swiffer. No, don't. I don't care. We will score too fast. That's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> don't do that. I would like power eye. Four threes is twelve. Oh man, how sweet was that that's power the, eye? That's when where it came I want to huh? live. Oh, two my weeks God, ago, that was weird. It, was, it came out in the last game too. It was the biggest highlight for me. God, hmm. so horny for that power so eye. So, what do you guys think about this week's game, Georgia and Alabama? Can uh, Alabama's defense come up with a stop? Because nope. I think they're going to need a couple. <laughs> 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 nope. They're gonna run it. They're gonna run it right down the middle, and uh, it doesn't matter what we do on offense. Um, we're definitely not gonna score nine out of eleven times. And uh, yeah. I mean, I think we'll still win the division just because our division is just fucking dog shit. And if we, I mean, we just have to beat Auburn. It's gonna be trouble if Georgia gets to like twenty-four to twenty-seven points. Because if yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they will, they will. Don't we're they will. we're gonna they will. we're gonna struggle against their defense. Their defense is really good. So I I don't know. I'm not too optimistic about it. Which is the first time in a long time 
I haven't felt well, good about Alabama's prospects like in a game. I don't know if it was on the air or off the air, but one of y'all uh, referred to Georgia's D, uh, Georgia's offense as being like a 2008-2009 Bama offense. Yes, yeah, that's what we yeah. said last year, and yeah. we were all laughing, or last week, and we were all <laughs> laughing about it. Like, haha, I hate to be Georgia now, but I would 100% like switch teams. Like, give me their offense and their defense. That's how I want to play. It's. Uh... I mean, like the only thing I can say is. I'm always looking at the narrative. Like, I'm here for the story more than I am the X's and the O's or the Jimmy's and the Thank Joe's. You. I'm here for the story. And the only the only thing I can hold on to is the narrative says, okay, you've hit rock bottom, Alabama. The world, You are being laughed at for how you play defense. The world is laughing at you. What the fuck are you going to do? Are you going to nut up? And stop somebody. Uh, Hankins, and you're not going to have to worry about crazy schemes. This is sounding an awful lot, an awful lot like a Coach Lou pep talk. We go in here. Oh Lord. We go <laughs> and we go out, and we sometimes, sometimes you're going to go in your old Miss, and you're going to look around and say, "There's nobody in the groove. Why's nobody in the groove? Because everybody saying they don't have a point in dancing. How do you got so money, you got embarrassed by no Miss Rebels. But, you got another chance. You got another chance to hunker down. Don't let your hair go hunker down. This time you got to hunker down. So what I want to say to Crimson Tide is, hunker down, you hoary elephants. Hunker down, you hoary elephants. <laughs> And you can coach you, get out and vote for Donald Trump. Uh, I was worried it, it wasn't going to turn into an anti-immigration speech. Um, last thing I have on Tide Talk is Lane Kiffin's mask, which was... Uh, it was like a bandana <laughs> It was a dog bandana. Yeah. It was a goddamn Collie's bandana. Yeah. It was a bandana, and it, and it was... F- uh, what's his name that played a couple years ago? F- uh um, not Daquan Menzi. That's not a guy. No, Michael wait, somebody... Orr? Blindside? <laughs> no. Michael Orr, the blindside. No, it it was a... Uh, oh was it God. one of their nasty whiteouts? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. Freezer, I forgot all about the NWO. Was it the very cut DK it, Metcalf? Yeah, it was DK Metcalf. And it, it had, uh, I think it had like the number 14 on it. Um, for the longest time, I thought it had the number 45 because he was wearing it like over one nostril and then over, tied over the opposite <laughs> ear. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a shot in the press conference of Saban like looking at him like and asking him, what the fuck are you doing with that dumb thing on your face? God, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I will say this. The Alabama sideline has mask uniformity, and I appreciate mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. There's two. You either have the, the regular gray, black, gray and black mask yep. or you have the black Alabama gator. And I appreciate that level of detail. I would also appreciate some fucking defensive practice. <laughs> Cosine. I do, appre- I do appreciate um, them uh, not putting um, <clears throat> uh, uh, progressive uh, uh, slogans on their masks or their uniforms like the NBA does. Um, because, like I said last week, I am, just, I am just now learning the names of our own defensive linemen and a couple of our other... <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see Breonna Taylor on there and be like, wait a second... Who's Breonna well, that's Taylor? What I'm I don't. I don't want to. How, how many years eligibility does she have? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to be in a process where I'm cursing at these. Like, fuck you, racial pr- pr- progress. You have to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad of it for very different reasons. 
I would like to keep being a fan of this team. Don't stop the and killing. I don't want to hear the rest of this fan base constantly grumble. Yeah. About yeah. It. My God. My God, I can't take we're, it. We're not, we're not a couple a couple hundred slogans on football jerseys away from figuring it all out. From reversing <laughs> centuries of racial discrimination. For, or just reversing what people like. They just like it. <laughs> they like it. <coughs> Fuck. Throw the flag. Dead, Freezer. Throw the flag. That son of a bitch is dead. Episode, what I am just now realizing is 176. Um, Dayton in the 20s. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, still, yeah. So you rub your eyes Never knew you the yes So cool as eyes Here to fight then They'll be stupid by